0: This is Mutual. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult.
1: Somebody there Greetings, Byron. It has been some time. Logan what are you doing here? You come to extract your vengeance. Oh vengeance is so petty, don't you think? I enjoy tormenting you far better. Besides, I've only come to you in a dream. Dream? I don't dream. Come to think of it, I don't even sleep. Yes, but at the moment you're still recovering from your recent ordeal. Your gifts have not returned and you are still... ...mortal. You may be for some time yet to come. Whatever. So... Why are you here? To offer you a way out. I know the way out of my own bedroom. Ah, that famous Byron wit. How it will be missed when you succumb to darkness. Pardon me for interrupting your so-obvious gloating at nothing, but if this is really a dream, can I have the dignity of being dressed? Thank you. When it comes, Byron, you can be spared. I can ensure your safety. Let me guess, all I have to do is clean your car and do a bit of grocery shopping. Have a care, Byron. I'm not one to be trifled with. Oh, excuse me. I have matters to attend to. I think my cat wants feeding. So be it. What's that? The future. Your future, to be exact. Run! run! That might not be a bad idea. Strange. Now where am I?
0: Still in your dreams,
1: Kristen? No, it can't be.
0: These are your dreams, Byron.
1: But you—you you died.
0: Yes, and at your hands, if I recall correctly.
1: I didn't want to. I—I I had no choice.
0: We always have choices, Byron.
1: What do you want from me?
0: Uh-uh, Shh. Sh. Let's dance. I have to hand it to you, Byron. You know how to dream.
1: But why are you here now?
0: Think of me as a warning, Byron. I know what's coming. I've seen it before. You have? History repeats itself over and over until it finds its ideal present. Remember Rome, Byron. It's happening again.
1: Are you playing games with me?
0: What do you think?
1: Hard to tell, dreams can be such fickle things.
0: He dances, Byron. He dances in the moonlight.
1: Oh, great. More metaphor.
0: He dances on the bones of the dead, in the waterfalls of blood, and exists in the last seconds of fear before you die.
1: Charming as ever. You always did have such a way with words.
0: He waits for you, Byron. Why me? Because you played his song. Ugh. It comes, quick, this way!
2: Run, Byron!
1: I recognize this room.
3: Byron. What are you doing here?
1: Would you believe running from a leviathan in my dreams? Hmm. And what part do you have to play here, Slate?
3: None. You're the intruder.
1: Thanks for your help.
3: I have warned you time and time again about your connection with humanity. Now you have doomed us all.
1: My dear brother... Do
3: not call me brother! What kind of brother brings with him the ultimate death? I warned you, Byron. I warned you in Rome... I warned you on the Isle of Dogs. It is no longer just Earth and the realm of the humans. It is all of us.
1: Wait a minute. This isn't like you No, no. You're trying to tell me something. No. First Logan with his offer, then Kristen with her warnings, now you with your resignation. Maybe you're trying to tell me there is a way, that I am the key. I do
3: not know what you mean, brother.
1: You've never become involved. You've always stayed out of these affairs and remained in the realm. You can't directly come out and say anything, even in my dreams, because that's not how you are.
3: Very good, Byron.
1: So, what does this Leviathan have to do with me? What can I do?
3: Sometimes there is more to a tale than you realize.
1: Slate! Slate, no!
3: Play some music, Byron.
1: Remember, Byron, this is only a dream. I... you? Uh, But how? I, I mean... Now, what did I tell you about that? Never speak until you're certain about what you have to say. Yes, I'm... I'm sorry. I... Good. Now, come and take the wheel. Uh, But... No buts. Do as you're told. Yes, sir. Sorry. Are you going to ask me, or just ignore the fact that I'm here? What answers can you have? Don't forget, I was there. Spent ten hundred years at the Pearly Gates. Ha! Pearly Gates. That's a laugh. Please don't. I've heard it all before. How about the time... Yes, I've heard about the time you witnessed the Great Banishment. When did you become so cynical about the world? When you died. Just bring it around, Byron. There's a school of fish to your port. Aye aye, Skipper. Right now, you're trying to make sense of this dream, aren't you? It's just a dream. Are you sure about that? Are you sure it isn't a subconscious attempt to find answers for your Leviathan problem? How do you know? Because you've made me part of your dream. I know what you know, just in a different way. All you did was ever tell us stories. You never taught us anything. I learned more from Slate than I did from you. (laughs) You never complained when you were little. In fact, you always used to come running. Tell me about the labyrinth. What are angels like? Tell the story where you fought off a vampire horde. I was young. Naive. You never stopped being naive. How do you know? You've been dead for a few hundred years. I was never truly alive. Turn her around for another pass. What does that mean? Never truly alive? You'll find out soon enough. There's something I've wanted to say to you. Oh, what's that? I'm... I'm sorry... for what happened. Byron, don't do this to yourself. No, I I want you to know that even though I didn't go to your service, I watched from the rocks. Byron, listen to me. Everybody's story has a final chapter. It was just how it was written. You shouldn't blame yourself. Did I ever tell you the story of when God killed a leviathan... No, I don't believe you did. Maybe I will. One day. Now, help me put this net on board. Drop the net! Ho ho! Frisky little fellas round here. Yeah, those nasty flesh-eating salmon are pretty frisky. You never used to be this cheeky. It's amazing how being followed by a giant creature filled with evil can change it. Byron? What is it? Your story about God and Leviathan, are you sure you haven't told it to me before? Well obviously I have, or else I wouldn't have mentioned it. Your dream, don't forget. So you told me a story? Possibly. Can you tell it to me again? No. Do you know why? Why? Because every time you try to remember something about it... A giant monster appears. Bingo. So what do I do about it? WAKE UP! (gasps) I woke from my dream dripping wet with cold sweat, the sound of a westerly wind against my window. Somewhere in the back of my mind in a repressed memory was the answer to my problem. I walked into my library and looked around at the stack of books on the old wooden shelves. With all the information stored within their pages, the one piece I desperately desire is locked away within my own stupid head. But until then, I need to reread everything I can.
3: You've been listening to the Byron Chronicles Summer Interlude. Starlight Dreams, written by Mark D. Renschild. Featured in the cast were Gareth Preston as Mr. Logan, Kathy Ranella as Christian, Mark Brzee as Slate, Michael Hudson as Peter, and David Alt as Byron. Music by Midnight Syndicate. Byron theme by Kai Hartwig. This episode was produced and directed by Eric Busby. Sound design by Eric Busby. This has been on Darker Projects production. This has been a Darker Projects production. Visit us on the web at www.darkerprojects.com. In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc, the zooship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. These are their adventures. There are heroes.
0: The galaxy is full of bad guys, and in order to take out the trash, you have to be willing to get your hands dirty. Oh, see, sense
1: woman! Why do you always have to do things the hard way? There are villains.
3: <sighs> yeah, well, I'll feel my wrath
0: very soon. <sighs> We are the stuff of nightmares. We are all that civilized races fear in the dark.
3: And there are those somewhere in between. I am an assassin, woman. I am the assassin of assassins. I'm not a dog to grovel at your feet. I never ask anyone to grovel.
0: That would be uncivilized.
3: In Season 1 of Gaia's Voyages, these forces collide and the fate of Gaia and her crew stands on the edge of a Venjari blade. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Gaia's Voyages only at www.brokensea.com
1: In 1968, there was Night of the Living Dead. Again, in 1978, there was Dawn of the Dead. In keeping with the classic horror cornerstone of George A. Romero's visionary greatness, Run!
0: Run right
1: Necropolis Studio Production presents an audio drama set in the near future where a plague ravages the world, leaving millions transformed into flesh eating zombies.
3: No, 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 no. A group
1: held up in a stronghold in the mountains of North Carolina struggled to survive as they live in the age of the zombies. Find us on the web at www.cropostudioprod.com.
2: Immortality, longevity, an endless lifespan. Watching civilizations rise and fall what would you do to become immortal? My name is McAllen
0: Orsel. I'm a genetic scientist in New York. I'm caught in a secret war between two powerful groups of immortals. I've been told that I am a messiah to a group of people I barely know. I'm forced on a quest around the globe to fulfill a destiny I never chose. If only I can stay alive.
2: From Christoph Leputka comes The Leviathan Chronicles, an audio adventure like you've never heard before. What is Leviathan?
3: I'll tell you as much as I know. We have been immortal <laughs> for almost a millennium. What? Immortal? I so, <laughs> can't know about Leviathan. Die! We're hitting crush debt! those charges! No! The doom. Nothing this big has ever moved that fast underwater. I have no tolerance for your lack of commitment.
0: Why have you brought me here?
3: You are here because we need your help. The man you met earlier was named Whit Roberts. I believe her condition is the result of an attack. He's a liar and an assassin. You are going to tell me what I want to know. She was never trained for this. She was bred for it, Anton. Well, she doesn't know that. The only question is... You'll
0: need to find the key, McCallum.
3: How much damage are we going to do in the meantime?
2: To discover the Leviathan Chronicles and get the next dimension in podcasting, go to www.leviathanchronicles.com. Immortality or freedom, which would you choose?
3: D-R-O-M-E-D-A-R-Y Are you smoking
2: anything else? That's right, friends. Why are you smoking anything other than dromedary cigarettes? That's D-R-O-M-E-D-A-R-Y, dromedary cigarettes. The smoke with only one hump. Regular smokers will tell you that dromedaries are light smoke, easy on the draw, and easy on the throat. In a recent test, regular smokers smoked nothing but dromedaries for 30 days. World-famous throat specialists examined these smokers' throats and reported not one case of throat irritation caused by dromedaries. And why is that, friends? Because the tobacco in dromedary cigarettes is blended with a mixture of eucalyptus, menthol, and dextromethoracin. So, each cool, relaxing smoke coats your throat with the same ingredients as a cough drop. So remember, friends, dromedary cigarettes are proudly recommended by the American Medical Association. Dromedary cigarettes, the smoke with only one hump.
3: Your doctor smokes them, and so should you.
0: D-R-O-M-E-D-A-R-Y Are you smoking anything else?